Welcome to Why Watch That Vintage. Take a journey back in time and experience our classic and timeless episodes. And don't forget to check out our new shows every Tuesday on Why Watch That Radio. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for Why Watch That Vintage. Make them laugh, make them cry, or make them laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's stick with the laughter. Yeah, let's talk. You know what? I like actually laughing is so much better than crying. Yeah. Um, not too long ago, earlier on, we did romantic comedies, and in fact, we did talk about comedies, but for some reason, some hacker in Russia, I don't know where he is, <laughs> he crept into our files. Well, maybe he's from Ireland because that wasn't very good Russian. <laughs> Crept into our files and stole our comedy episode. Dang it. We're going to talk about comedies. And um, maybe it's playing in Russia or Ireland somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> we could be worldwide famous. But um, I like to laugh. You like to laugh. And there are some comedies that we can't do without. So I'm going to start with my number one comedy, which is... Clue! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you mean the board game? Based on the board game. Now, I've <laughs> talked about Clue already, so I'm not going to go into great detail, but I will have to say that Clue is probably, for me, one of the one of the top ten, at least, I'll say five in my category. Whoa. Starring Tim Curry and among other great comedians. It's basically one of those comedies that, is a li- when you watch it, it's a little slow in the beginning because you're tr- it's a whodunit. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to the end, it is absolute slapstick chaos of people running around being murdered in a comical way. And you find out who the murderer is three times. Yes, three times, folks, because there are three endings to clear. Yes. And I was finished after the first ending. No! <laughs> Clue is good. It's good. Um, that's all I have to say. I'm not going to steal your thunder on that. Don't steal the thunder. <laughs> but look, Madeline Kahn is in it. Let's and not forget her. As Miss, Mrs. White. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it has a She made me so mad. There's, it's, it's breathing, breathing, headless, breathless, breathing, breathing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but this cast is just, it's wonderful, wonderful cast. So, Tim Curry, Eileen Brennan, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Michael McKean, okay? Michael McKean, everybody, if you don't remember, in Beetlejuice. (laughs) He's the husband who moves in, okay? That's Michael McKean. Love it. Yeah, great cast, a little too long for my taste. Oh, the, the, the show was too long? Yeah, the movie. Oh, no, it's, it's just wonderful. It's perfectly timed. I say, you know what, run with it and have fun with it. You, what's your one of your favorites? Well, you know what, I'm going to piggyback off of that in uh, in a certain way, and I'm going to go to My Cousin Vinny. No, I know you're going to do that. Let me tell you. Now, this was directed by the same man who directed Clue, so there's the connection. 
There you go. Jonathan Lynn. My cousin Vinny, everybody, stars. Joe Pesci. Oh, you could stop Mar- right there. You don't even Marissa Tomei. <laughs> okay. Ralph Macchio. And Austin Pendleton. <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, as a uh-huh. side note, um, there is a HB studio that uh, is an acting school here. And mm-hmm. he teaches there. And my best friend took a class from Austin Pendleton. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was like, like the best ever. I'm sure that was a great class. So <laughs> let me break this down. If you have not seen My Cousin Vinny, everyone, just flip through your channels. It's probably on somewhere. And this is a movie for me that if it's on, I have to watch it. I just have to. <laughs> Joe Pesci plays a severely inexperienced lawyer who is called from New York to Alabama. <laughs> the Utes. The Utes. Because his cousin has been implicated in a murder <laughs> along with his cousin's best friend. Okay, this is a comedy. Of course it is. <laughs> okay. So he comes down with his girlfriend played by Marissa Tomei. Beautifully played. Yes, Oscar winning. So to save the day. Now here's the thing. The courtroom scenes, everyone, are some of the best courtroom scenes you will ever see. (laughs) This comedy is one of, if not the best, courtroom comedies, which is not common. Typically, we get courtroom dramas. Right. So, Joe Pesci, we all know he's great. We all know that. Okay, the Utes, as you said. Okay. (laughs) Marissa Tomei, biological clock is ticking like this. Okay, we got that from her. But do you know what Austin Pendleton did? Oh, no. He is another lawyer, everyone. He's not the prosecutor. And I'm not <laughs> going to tell you what happens. If you haven't seen this movie, you're in for it. You're Why in are you hovering it. over we, your mic? <laughs> because this is, so in, this is so important to me. Also, the, the judge, uh, Mr. Trotter, <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Gambini. Uh, so, look, the... Great thing about this comedy is everyone from the leads mm. to the extras. <laughs> You've watched it that many times. <laughs> okay. Are delivering great performances. Even the people sitting in the gallery of the courtroom are doing great. <laughs> there is a court reporter. Has no lives, but you can tell what she's doing. It's just great stuff. The jury, ladies and gentlemen of the j- j- jury, okay. The jury members are great. And even the people, the witnesses on the stand, the man who talks about cooking grits, okay? You know what? Stop it. And (laughs) Joe Pesci says, well, you you know, you must be the fastest cook in the world. He goes, I'm a fast cook, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This is a great comedy, please. And what I will say to end this, the courtroom scenes, the law stuff, everyone, is pretty accurate because Jonathan Lynn is a lawyer. He has a background in law. Oh. And a lot of uh, law professors cite this movie as one that shows correct courtroom procedure of all things. <laughs> of all things. So hats off to the whole cast, crew, directors, writers, producers of My Cousin Vinny. Thank you because I will watch this for the 1,000th time, I'm sure. Sometimes. You know what? Let's just go ahead and say hats off to the director because Clue is the same way for me. It's I have <laughs> right. watched Clue so many times that I will focus an entire movie on one character. 
I'll just yeah. watch that person for the whole time, and I'll <laughs> then I'll move on and watch it again. So that's great directing. That that goes to mm-hmm. managing all those comedic personalities. Um, hats off to the director. Let's move on to another one of our favorite comedies, which is Big. Big, yeah. Big. Uh, Tom Hanks' first Oscar nomination. First Oscar nomination. He yeah. didn't win, but he was no. nominated. This, of course, most of people, you've, you've heard of Big. Big is when Tom Hanks, um, who is played by first a 12-year-old boy, Yes. Goes to this mysterious, like, boardwalk carnival and sees <laughs> this fortune-telling machine and wishes that he could be big because, you know, there's some things he wants to get done. He goes to sleep, wakes up the next morning, and he's as big and as old as Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, he's 30. <laughs> <laughs> With chest hair. <laughs> well, look. Oh, my goodness. Big works on so many different levels. See, that's the key here. Yeah, it is. It's a comedy with heart, but it's not overly sweet. No. So it works really well. Tom Hanks gives up bravura performance. Right, because he's playing a 30-year-old who's actually a 12-year-old. 12, right, yeah. So, so And you, it's clear, crystal clear from start to finish. Elizabeth Perkins. Yes. As the- John Hurd, everyone. If you don't know John Hurd, I don't get that. I get that. John Hurd, everybody, was also <laughs> the father in Home Alone, okay? Yes. Father in Home Alone. In all of them. <laughs> Robert Jerry- Loja right. is the boss. Who, everybody, if you have watched The Sopranos, <laughs> If you have not, please go back. Robert Lozier gives a guest performance later on in the Sopranos run in prison, and you know what happens after he comes out. He goes right back because they can't take him. So it's just great. Directed by Penny Marshall, everyone. Absolutely. Early. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is just a quintessential comedy with some drama, with some fantasy, with some heart. It's smart, it's fun. It's just a pleasure to watch. It is, over and over and over again. Um, Of course, we have to mention uh, Jared Rushton, who plays the best friend of of Tom Hanks. And Mm -hmm. he he was like a kid in the the 80s who you saw him here and there. A really good, solid performance. Overall, Penny Marshall combed through to find every single character to make it hilarious. Now... If you're like, wait a minute, I've heard of this movie. Think about this scene. It's They're in one of the largest toy stores. Oh, yes. And we have, of course, wonderful Robert and Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Their characters are deciding to play chopsticks with their feet. <laughs> the song Chopsticks. All of that with their feet. Now, you probably have heard that thing. That's from this movie, Big. So. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's look. Good. And you know, it's kind of racy. Remember that part where, you know. Yeah. With Elizabeth Perkins? Yeah. Yeah, like with a 12 year old. Mm-hmm, but she didn't know what was going on. And then at the end of the movie, know. yeah, at the end of the movie, she's like, oh, yeah, I got it now. <laughs> that was clear. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say one more thing, referee? Yes. 
Tom Hanks, we mentioned, was nominated for an Oscar. He didn't lose. You know he lost? Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, it's, uh, you're like, okay. Because you're like, how, wait a minute, how did he lose this? Well, that makes sense. Yes, it totally makes yeah, sense. So it's I mean, justified. It's completely And you know justified. who else was in this category, though? Edward, what? Edward James Olmos from Stand and Deliver. I mean, this is great stuff. <laughs> Gene Hackman in Mississippi Burning. Oh, God. <laughs> well, thank you for that trivia. <laughs> um, Big. Uh. You got you got another one that you want to share? I do. House party. He told you what? Get funky. Uh, house party, everybody. What? You are going to follow big with house party? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Look now, wait a minute, everybody. Don't sleep on house party. Don't roll your eyes. I'm about to get serious. Oh 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 oh. This is a real comedy. You know what? Okay, Reginald Hudlin. Burst onto the scene with this. This was actually referee. I don't know if know if you know this. House Party is based on Reginald Hudlin's uh, film short that he did when he was at Harvard University. Harvard. Harvard, and that won a, an award, all of that, and he turned it into a full film, a feature film. Mm-hmm. Originally, uh, the Fresh Prince and uh, was supposed to be in this with DZ Jazzy Jeff. Oh. Instead of kid and play. And I'm glad it was kid and play. That now, was the right call. Let's clarify who the Fresh Prince is. Well, Smith. Was. Okay, well, we just have to clarify. Yeah, if you don't know that, everybody, that was before all of the acting. It was before okay, Ali. Yeah, parents just don't understand. <laughs> right, before I, way before Ali. We are not going down that road. <laughs> so, what happens here, if you don't know the story, it's a basic high school story. There's a house party. So kid at, at school gets into a fight with the bullies played by full force. That's a, a, a producer. Rap, not a rap group. Yeah, but, uh, yeah rap, hip-hop, slash yeah, yeah. R&B producing. They did a lot of stuff. Yeah, they produced the house party, the song, for instance. Uh, they work with Lisa Lisa. So, and Colt Jam. Colt Jam, that's right. So they're the bullies. He gets into a fight. As a result, he's grounded by his father. Uh, who play? Who is? Uh, Robin Harris. Okay. <laughs> late Baby. Robin Harris. And this was his last film performance. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. was. He died, I think, like nine days or so after the premiere of House Party, unfortunately. Crazy. Maybe Great. it was too much partying. He did Officer Boyd and Barnarski. So... Robin Harris is the father. He says, uh, you ain't going to no house party tonight. And I'm going to sleep on this couch to make sure you don't get out of this house. The house party is at Play's house, everybody. So, of course, Kid winds up at Play's party. Tashina Arnold. I'm sorry, not Tashina Arnold. No! <laughs> so I'm, going into the, I'm going into the Martin cast. <laughs> no! What are you talking about? Tisha Campbell. Yeah. Yes, Tisha Campbell, I'm sorry, is, uh, you know, one of the love interests there. Uh, and we just see what happens out of that. So that's enough of the plot. Here's the thing, though. If you watch the filmmaking technique, oh, take a look in the Are house party scenes, everyone. Yes, I am. In the house party scenes when they're dancing. <laughs> what the camera's doing and the blocking of the actors, their movements in and out of the camera. It is seamless. Take a look. 
at John Witherspoon yelling out of his window. <laughs> That's okay. the guy from uh, Boomerang. <laughs> yeah, et cetera. The, the Wayans <laughs> Brothers TV show, he was the father. <laughs> Uh, along with Anna Maria Horsford, who was uh, the cop there. But anyway, yelling out, and he's paired with the same woman he's paired with in Boomerang. Come to bed, Harry. Harry! <laughs> so, look, follow the drip, follow the drip. You so, don't stop it. Everybody, if you haven't seen House Party, or if it's been a while, if you go, oh, I saw that when it came out in the 90s, I, I'm not going to take that seriously. Watch it again. Oh. It may surprise you. Yes, it will. And Take a look at the old folks' party <laughs> and check out who the DJ is, everybody. <laughs> so there we go with House Party. I'm done. Right. Good. Let's move on to, you know what, um, as of the taping, uh, this comedian, one of the great, I believe, comedians has passed mm-hmm. on, but we definitely have to highlight Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Hello. Hello. That's right. Robin Williams in probably his defining performance of all of them. It uh, This film obviously had the broadest reach because of its family nature. Yeah. Family oriented. And uh, after that, I mean, he did Jumanji and, you know, I mean, just right. other stuff. Um, but this is the one when you think of Robin Williams, many people think of Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. Okay, everyone, the the cream pie. I have to say (laughs) that you know how you could stop watching anything and if if Cousin Vinny is on? Yes. If I even smell that Mrs. Doubtfire is on, I'm going to change my. (laughs) And I'm going to make myself comfortable and get some popcorn and laugh like I've never seen it before. Mrs. Doubtfire is one of those movies where the director said, you know what, Robin? Do you. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you, and Mm -hmm. we'll follow you. So if you've Mm -hmm. got impersonations, you want to do it, do it. If you've got (laughs) extra ad lib, you want to do it, do it. He, Robin Williams really paved the way for Jim Carrey. I'm just flat. Yeah, of course. And I can only imagine how many takes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and he's playing a voice actor in the film, unemployed in Greenland, but voice actor, right? So he can do all of that stuff at the character lends itself to him being that improv personality and then he gets to be the housekeeping you know granny type <laughs> mrs doubtfire as well well i'll just get the great. prop out of here <laughs> <laughs> and then you know it's balanced with his estranged wife played by sally field love it great now, she gets into a relationship with pierce brosnan <laughs> great wonderful casting yeah it's just wonderful stuff he's a she she a he she she so, <laughs> And do we really need to go through the plot? No, no, we don't have to yeah. go through. We don't, everybody, if you haven't seen Mrs. Doubtfire, Wake I'm, up. I'm asking you to run to whatever way you can see it. Yeah. Do it immediately. It's, yeah. You will not ever be disappointed. No. So there we go. Check it out. Check it out. You got one mm-hmm. for me? Back to school. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Another late, great comedian. Rodney Dangerfield, look, he plays Thornton Mellon. Thornton? Great name for a character that certainly doesn't deserve it. (laughs) This man. (laughs) (laughs) Look, he is a rich man. He has a big and tall stores. That's how he got rich. 
Uh, it starts off, he's with his whoever knows what number of wife this is. It's not oh, his first dear. wife. No, definitely and, not. And, you know, she's carrying on with someone else, and, you know, he finds out, and his eyes bug out, and he leaves her. And he leaves her with Rocky's trainer to, <laughs> <laughs> to go visit his son and eventually join him at college. At college. His yeah. son is at college, and he's going back to school. Yes. And he gives the college lots of money. Ned Beatty plays the uh, provost, I guess. <laughs> it. Lots of money so he could get in there. And Sally Kellerman plays one of the professors. Who actually looks like Betsy Johnson, the designer. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you and don't the, know, Sally, Sally <laughs> Kellerman is the Welch's, uh, like, Oh, she's, she kind of right, yeah. Like, like she's yes. almost like he, she's almost like um from Pirates. Yeah, Well, of course she starts that first with that poem, and you know, Rada Dangerfield gets all hot under the collar. But yes, and she said yes, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who else is in it? Well, I know who you're gonna say. Go ahead. No, you did. Robert Downey Jr. Yes, Robert Downey Jr. as his son's best friend. (laughs) And he is all the way out there. (laughs) But here's the one thing. The one takeaway from this film, referee, is the triple Lindy. (laughs) (laughs) Also, here's, here's the thing, though, everybody. There is something that has really been on my mind about back to school. You know what? Get to it. What are you going to do? You're setting <laughs> us up. I know you are. Sam Kinison. Yeah, I was going to say that. Okay, you have to set up who Sam... Because he's, he's not... Everyone doesn't know Sam Kinison. Well, Sam Kinison is a, a comedian. Another yes. comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I'm going to say because I'm going to give you Sam Kinison from this film, everybody. Oh, gosh. He plays a history professor. <laughs> And Thornton Mellon ends up in his class, and there is a young, impressionable uh, college girl who thinks she knows it all, Uh talks about Vietnam, and (laughs) Sam Kinison says, well, you know, I wasn't hoping I was right. I wasn't thinking I was right. I was there, up to my neck, and writing parties, and ah, ah, ah! My gosh. What and is happening? comes in and calms him down. <laughs> okay. So everybody, if you don't know that scene, I just gave it to you. Watch the film just for that. And you'll be treated to so much more. Ladies and gentlemen, we're <laughs> going to take a quick break so that the referee can, <laughs> can calm himself down with... with You're the critic. Scene. I'm the critic. You're the referee. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm talking about myself. Oh, okay, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) But can I just say one more thing? No, no, you may not. No, no, no. Absolutely not. Moving on. Billy You have absolutely gone way overboard. You've taken way too much liberty. (laughs) Napoleon Dynamite right now. Boom. Go ahead, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. You have just (laughs) lost your mind. Napoleon Dynamite is my next pick. There. 
<laughs> well, you're almost going into Sam Kinison territory, knocking me down. John Hatter. John Hatter plays Napoleon Dynamite. Now, this okay. was originally an MTV production. Yes. And it's a cult classic, as I mentioned. Definitely. Did it's you about... mention it? <laughs> well, when you were smacking me down, I didn't mention it. But anyway, so he plays the, ty- the titular character. I still can't believe you just you just screamed in our ears. <laughs> that's, that's what he did in the movie. <laughs> Look, we have we have the the wonderful sound people. They will level that out. So here's the <laughs> here's well, the now we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hashtag shut your mouth. Okay, shut your mouth. Look, Napoleon Dynamite is a geek, not a nerd. No, it's definitely dweeb. Dweeb. So what we mean is he's not the smartest. No, he's smart. He's not the smartest. Though. No, he's not. He's not. He's, he's not. not. he's not dumb. No, he's not dumb, but you might mistake him as dumb. He's like a, between a dweeb uh-huh. and a dork. Yes. He's uh, a, a dwork. A dork. <laughs> <laughs> so John Hedder... Yeah, he plays Napoleon Dynamite. Essentially, there's really no plot, but he helps his he helps his friend win the class presidency at now, high school. Remember, right? remember those vote for Pedro? Like yes. everybody was wearing those t-shirts. This is where it actually came from. Vote came from. for Pedro. That's right. So you know, look, this movie is all about how they do things. It's not what they're doing; it's how they do it. Yes, smash the. <laughs> Tater tots in his pocket. Shut up, Timmy. <laughs> Shut up and get out of my life. And Jared Hess. I'm sorry, Jared. Jared Hess is the director. <laughs> okay, you know. <laughs> Jared Hess is the director. You knew what to focus on, what to edit. And back to John Hedder. You yeah. go ahead. Tell us about his performance, please, referee. I just did. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Chris. And it's that the whole hour and a half or however long yeah, it is. Yeah, it's basically that. But let us let us also remember the brother. Mm-hmm. The brother yes. who sings at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to watch at the, the wedding. entire movie because mm-hmm. there's a bonus clip. And you don't want to miss it. And he... <laughs> We won't say exactly what happens at the end, but he does sing a song, and it goes a little something like this. Oh, goodness. I love you. I love you. And that's like the song forever. And, it, of course, it's just, it may not sound funny now, but when you are watching it, you, you sort of pee a little bit in your Look, hands. I am done. <laughs> yeah, and that is played by John Grease. Okay. <laughs> Who was on Lost? He was on Martin. <laughs> and he was on a movie that most people haven't seen. Real Genius. <laughs> seen Real Genius, the popcorn movie, right? Yeah. Exactly. And when you think you'll know what the referee's talking about, and he's the one coming out of that closet. And I don't mean I mean that literally. Coming out of closets and going, as you know. So look, if you haven't seen Real Genius, check it out. It's it's a movie to watch on a Saturday. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. We're not we're not gonna go into it. Honorable but, mention. Right. Val Kilmer is in it. Okay. Of all people. Right, of all people. So watch that movie if it's like a Saturday early on, you have nothing to do. It might be on TV. But anyway, so 
that's Napoleon Dynamite. Okay, and right there. We have absolutely lost our marbles on this comedy <laughs> episode. We our dignity is at an all time low because <laughs> we've shouted at you, we've sung really bad notes. You know what? Why don't you check out a comedy for yourself because we've done enough to we hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane catch you next week and why watch that vintage